live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Wild Wisdom. I am Amy Gernot. Oh, I'm Dr. <laughs> Deb Bielak. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she, that was so Should awesome. We just do it again. <laughs> No, because that was too funny. <laughs> like, damn, where am I? <laughs> we are so not editing now. That, that was awesome. <laughs> we're just because we want to show you how, you know, we're real. We're very real. That was I'm like, so oh, good. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Squirrel. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was so amazing. Yeah. Totally, yeah, we're, we're leaving that in. So welcome. Sorry welcome. for my delayed entry. <laughs> delayed entry. So I guess it's kind of good, you know, that we're having kind of a, a little bit of a laugh here because we have, this is part two of our series on shame. So <laughs> I am not going to shame you. Thank you. Cause I wouldn't accept it. I wouldn't take it in anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> That was not passive aggressive no. of you. <laughs> that was me knowing my boundaries. Oh, yes. that was good. Thank yes, you. yes. <laughs> so if you um, didn't catch last week's show, um, we talked about shame. So we kind of talked about some of the basics, the definition. We had a re- I'll, I'll read the definition again um, for this week, but we had a great definition from Brene Brown, and you did as well. So we'll read both of them. Do you still have that one? Do you have that one available? I had two of them. Which okay, one? the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll read those for you. And we kind of talked about, you know, how we shame ourselves as was kind of the focus last week. And we talked about body shaming. And it's interesting because I literally just pulled this. Um, I opened up uh, Facebook on um before we started today and <laughs> there was like the most perfect little poem thing ever because we talked about body shaming last oh week. yeah so that was kind of kind of our more main focus because it is such a and such a big topic is probably the biggest one where mm-hmm. shame really resides for us especially as women and it does kind of lead us into this week's show so this was the the little poem that popped up literally right before we started talking so this is from Empowered Sustenance, um, uh, and it's from Lauren Geertsen, G-E-E-R-T-S-E-N. She's the one that wrote it. So here's, here's what it says. This is about your body. Whenever you diet, she riots. Wherever you pluck, she grows. Mm. However you filter, smooth, conceal, or cover, the truth exists behind the scenes. Your body is a being, not a controllable machine. You think she's the enemy, that you're under attack. But what if this is how she says, hey, honey, I've got your back. Damn. Good, right? What? I know. I'm I'm, going to like pull it up here so I don't lose it. (laughs) So I can save it. There's a Facebook page I want to post that on. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to save it so I'll send it to you. But I will also post it on um, the Facebook share of this um, this week's show. I'll post it in Mm -hmm. the comments so y'all can have that too. So I was like, ooh so good yes because we do part of the shame thing is that we are attacking our bodies yeah constantly and wherever there is war there cannot be peace at the same time Mm -mm. and so if your body i know we're kind of we have other things to talk about but i think this this is good because we're gonna be this goes into what we're gonna talk about today um when you're at war with your bo- with your body um, and there's disease in the body mm-hmm. because we know part of shame is stuffing emotions and things being mm-hmm. hidden. We talked more about this last week. And so that builds up in the body and that causes the dis-ease in the body where right. you get all kinds of things breaking down. When you're at war with the body, 
there's collateral damage. Mm -hmm. So things are going to break down even, you're going to have even more problems going on when you're constantly in the shame cycle of telling yourself how horrible you are, how horrible your body is. And we can't see on the other side. And sometimes we just can't, we can't Mm -hmm. see the other side. It's just where we're at. We can't see all the amazing things our body's actually doing for us. Right can't see that it's getting us up every out of bed every day we can't see that we're able to if you're if you're a parent that you're able to take care of your children it can't see that you can have an intimate relationship with your partner can't see all the beautiful things Mm -hmm. it gets to do because we're so we hate it so much right yeah well and interestingly too this eye disease as you're saying this i'm like Mm -hmm. like there is an eye disease that's growing at catastrophic proportions it's macular degeneration Mm -hmm. and it's like people like and if you if if you know anything about macular degeneration it's like like it's like fuzzy so like mm. the picture isn't clear anymore and it's kind of like i don't I, I don't know how to explain it right now but <clears throat> but it's like people don't want to see what's in front of them mm. they have a hard time seeing yeah. and like it's just very interesting because i think you know if you can get your emotions in check too then that isn't even something that you'd have to consider or worry about but right. but it is epic proportions how people mm. are going blind yep. nowadays yes. than ever before yes. and it makes you wonder why it makes exactly. me wonder why yes and then like we take autoimmune yeah it's the same thing yes. because it's the body attacking it's itself. attacking itself it's attacking yeah. itself it's like and it's a huge, huge issue. I mean, it's growing also. It's one of, it's now in, like if you combine all of the autoimmune diseases combined, so not separating them out because there's so many, but if you combine all of them, it's in the top five morta- reasons for mortality. Mm-hmm. The top five autoimmune, and that's an attack of the body itself. Right. So you think if you are mentally attacking your body all the time and causing your body to be at war with mm-hmm. itself, is it possible and there may be studies out there I haven't looked but so this is just conjecture a bit but is it possible that autoimmune is related to your war against yourself I say a thousand times yes (laughs) I say yes I mean that's my opinion well I mean just even with you know like we can see in practice you know like I have people that come in with rheumatoid arthritis you know osteoarthritis and you know the oh the doctors said there's nothing i can do and the amount of pain pills that they're on it does nothing no you know but when they come for acupuncture and we focus on the pain and then we i give them homework on things to do to feel better and they yeah. and, and the side effect of acupuncture is feeling better exactly. and so and they do feel better mm-hmm. their pain goes away um and so yeah i mean that's exactly it yeah. so i mean and when i first went to school um, you know, they, uh, this one teacher, Bob Duggan, he, um, I mean, he was saying like, you know, 95% of the ailments that show up are based on emotional issues. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is batshit crazy. I'm like, what school did I yeah. just go to? This is insane. <laughs> Cause I'm so black and white, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm a very black and white person for the most part. And so to be in the gray, I was like, whatever. But I will say, <laughs> I'm happy in the gray. <laughs> I actually wear a you lot of gray now. The gray. That's true. You <laughs> I do. do. That's funny. That's true. And I was yeah. more black and white before. That that mm-hmm. is actually that's really that's funny. really funny. A little observation. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it, yes, 
It absolutely yeah. exists. And of course, a lot of people have a little pushback to that mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, so you're telling me I'm crazy and blah, blah, blah. like yeah. they don't like to hear that kind yes. of stuff. But it, yes. it's not about that. We all have We all shit. have stuff. We all have ways yeah. that we think that are not good and not healthy yeah. and that we are the only ones that yeah. can be responsible for it. You're not that special that you have that much of an issue. Do you know it, what I mean? Exactly. Like, and I, I know that sounds yeah. harsh, but it's like nobody's that special that their problems are worse than someone else's. No. And believe me, you know, I have my stories. Yeah. We have our stories have of our stories. like... And you know, we hear stories. Yes, and we tell you, and it's gut wrenching. It is, but we all deserve love. We all deserve to be centered and grounded and loving in ourselves. So exactly, it's possible. Yes, it is possible, and that's part of the reason for having this discussion on shame is that it's so pervasive and it's so devastating for people yeah. on many many levels. Yeah. So Brene Brown's definition, mm. and I chose hers because it's so good, and Deb has another one to add on to it, which is also very good. So. She defines shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. Mm. Mm. I just love hearing that. I know. I know. Because, yeah. I mean, even just like the very end, unworthy of connection. Right. When we know connection is such a vital part of being a thriving human being. It's we everything. Are, it's everything. We, we were are, not meant to be alone. No. We no. are wired for connection. That doesn't yeah. mean you need to be the life of the party, but you're wired to connect with other humans. Mm-hmm. We just are. I mm-hmm. mean, it's in our DNA. We can't get away from it. Right. It's how we are. So if you feel unworthy of being connected to other mm-hmm. people, think of the devastation that causes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So read yours because it goes along with that. So um, when we experience shame, we feel disconnected and desperate for worthiness. Full of shame or fear of shame, we are more likely to engage in self-destructive behaviors and to attack or shame others. In fact, shame is related to violence, aggression, depression, addiction, eating disorders, and bullying. Mm. so true so true that is the nightly news every day <laughs> it is the nightly news every day that's what we yeah. see every day and when we can and it's just and we kind of talked about last week it's not condoning bad behavior right but when you understand that there's things underlying mm-hmm. the way people are behaving and the outward things that they're doing is an inward reflection about how they feel about themselves whether they're conscious of that or not and mm-hmm. they usually are not and that's why they're behaving in the, that way right they're not conscious of that they hate themselves yeah. that much right so but it has to come out right and so it's going to come out one way or the other and Mm -hmm. usually it's going to come out in some way that's really distorted when they're not connect when you're not connected to it Mm -hmm. yeah so shame is is massive and we kind of started this conversation last week (laughs) on monday um after the super bowl and dun, dun, dun. I know neither one of us had watched it. <laughs> no, neither one of us had seen the halftime show. I didn't even know what was going on <laughs> literally until that next morning. What was it? Who told me someone? I don't even remember who told me about it or maybe I saw something. I saw some stuff something, on Facebook. I was me. traveling. I just got yeah. back in town when the halftime show was yeah, happening. Somebody told me or asked me about it. So maybe we talked about it on Tuesday. I think we did. We did. We talked about Monday. it on Tuesday. Oh, Monday or Tuesday, whatever. Yeah. One of those I days. I don't know. All the days are all together blending. So, but nonetheless. Nonetheless, we... So I went after hearing about this big controversy because I literally knew nothing about it and I hadn't been on Facebook that for a couple of days Mm. so I just did not know anything was going on and I don't watch I don't watch tv so I had no idea what was happening and so I'm like okay well let me go and watch this video because I just 
there was so much blowing up about it. Yeah. So I went and watched it. And then I told you, you know, what was going on, I think, when you got back and you'd heard some stuff about I, it. Yeah, and so I've you, seen posts about right, it. And we're like, and what I was is like, what happening? is happening? Yeah. So we had a discussion about it and I told her that I'd watched the video. So mm-hmm. then I think you sat, watched it while we were, we were in the yeah, office. Yeah, after and you, sat you did. And watched it. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of want to talk about this today. And I want to preface this a little by saying everybody has their opinion on what they saw. Um, everyone has the way it made them feel mm-hmm. and we do honor that. Yes. Okay. So this, we're not, we're not going to have this conversation in a way that is shaming you. Right. Number one. Um, and we're not having a conversation in a way that says you need to think the way we think, or you need to think, cause that's no, not what this is no. about. This is a conversation more about the underlying issue, the tone, the tone yeah. and the underlying issue of what we were seeing and mm-hmm. how even we were feeling and how some of the, um, the way, and I'll kind of explain some of the ways that I was feeling reading some people's posts and things that they were saying. Um, so of course, most of you know what that is. If you don't just go, please go watch and, and you're interested and you want to mm-hmm. know, um, just go watch the halftime show for Super Bowl this year. It was Jalen and Sa- okay. Shakira. Um, so they gave, um, quite a, quite a performance I oh mean, my for God. me so I'm just going to tell you my opinion on it and how I felt about mm-hmm. it and what I saw so I saw two women number one in their 40s and 50s mm-hmm. um, which was uh, amazing amazing yeah and you know the the way they were able to move their bodies because a lot of times we think of women that are our age and into their 50s and 60s is not really very mobile and not they have able hip to move, problems but they <laughs> yeah a lot of hip a lot of hip Seriously. problems their hips your hips don't hips lie, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> hips do not lie and there's a whole other conversation we can get into oh, about God, what's going yeah. on with an inability to move the hips um and it does not about flexibility or being able to belly dance. There's a Correct. whole other thing that we could talk about there. So what I saw for me um, was two women who had incredible athleticism, number one. I was just floored by their performance mm-hmm. and the stamina and the, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? The strength to do, to pull off a show like that. Oh, right. I was like, wow. I was wowed. I right. was just like, holy crap. This is amazing. Right. Oh my gosh. For me, their outfits weren't appalling. It's not anything different I've ever seen on, you know, an ice skating rink, um, mm. on the volleyball, volleyball, you know, yeah. volleyball court mm-hmm. to me. So for me, I just, it wasn't appalling to me because I, I, and you could probably argue with me that I'm desensitized to it. Like I saw two beautiful women right. with, um, you know, beautiful, strong bodies, mm-hmm. um, performing and doing what they do, which is entertain right that's what they do for a living it's you know mm-hmm. they're their entertainment so for me I thought the performance was amazing I thought right. it was beautiful I thought it was strong um in like a sense of physical strength and um that they were owning their bodies and how they moved mm-hmm. that was probably one of the biggest takeaways for me actually because and we've had this conversation before I think of how many women do you know who walk and you see that they own their themselves. power. And they're yes. Powerful because the feminine power. The and feminine, I can't even believe I just said I that. I can't either. <laughs> I am so excited and it's recorded. So you can't But it's, but you're absolutely right. But it's right. true. I and mean, I just got done, um, on the modern feminine last week. Um, I talked about what it was to be a strong woman. And yeah. I, so I'd asked out and we can talk about some of what people said, um, if it makes sense in here, because I asked out, I was like, what do people see as a strong mm-hmm. woman? What does that mean to you? Right. Cause it means something different for everybody. Right. It just depends on how you were raised and how right. you think. And, and again, there's no right, wrong, indifferent. It does not matter how you feel and how you think is how you think. Right. So 
for me, I just thought they were, I thought the performance was just astonishing and I thought it was amazing. And like you said, the feminine power and, and, and I know some people are going to be like, Oh, it's feminine power. It's feminist. Like, no, that's actually not what we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had pushback with that whole conversation anyway. So, but the ownership of their bodies and the way that they moved. And, and like I said, we've had this conversation of how many women do you know who own their body, right? Who are just, they're comfortable with it, no matter what size or shape it is. Mm -hmm. Like they, they are rooted firmly owning their themselves right very few very few and so when i see an example of a woman who is comfortable with herself comfortable with the way her body looks comfortable with her sexuality and her sensuality and that doesn't mean having sex there's an energy to their right. sexual energy that everybody has it's actually a creative life force energy mm-hmm. it's not just about what we tend to go to is dirty sex right you know which is an unfortunate term but that's kind of where people tend to go to when it comes to sexuality so I just saw these women owning themselves yeah. and that, that to me was where the empowerment came from. Mm-hmm. And I actually really don't like to use that word because it's kind of been hijacked. Yeah. That's the only thing that's coming to mind. So that's where the empowerment came for me is just really owning themselves and seeing that, um, that solid strength that they mm-hmm. had in yeah. owning who they were and what they were doing and in that performance, Right, that it blew me away. Yeah, and for me, so I mean, I saw all the comments on Facebook, and and I hadn't seen anything and, at this point. Oh, I just I've, watched it. I watched it pre knowing what people were saying, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I've seen all these horrible comments on Facebook, and then and um, and I was like, I need to watch this. What the heck did they do? You know? Yeah, and I for thought me, it was going to be really pretty gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and for me, I mean, I'm a classically trained dancer. So, you know, I have done tap, ballet, jazz, acrobaton. Um, I've done belly dancing. I've done pole dancing as an exercise class. I've done Ukrainian dancing. You know, I can polka with the best of them. You know, I've done all these dances. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, what did they do that was so obnoxious that would get such a... A response right and I'm watching it and everything was on par I was like damn they knocked that one out and and anybody that knows anything about like ethnic dancing well not Ukrainian because it's very not Latin-y but <laughs> it's, yeah that's a whole yeah. other story but um but for Latin dancing I mean there was Latin dancing in there I mean you know there was um African dancing in there there was belly dancing in there obviously pole dancing which you know and if anybody has, I mean, it, it's just the culture and, and they are so solid in who they are yeah. and their hips are sexy and gorgeous and powerful. And it's like, I mean, it's, you know, it's fun. It's really fun. It's childlike. It's not childish or sexual. It's just fun. And that's just their culture. And, you know, and they don't have the inhibitions. In no, that culture that we do. because they yeah. don't have the shame like we do, yes. you know? And so, so I was, I was expecting to be like, Dear I thought it was going to be raunch, like, really I thought raunchy. so too. Yeah, like, I mean, I I've seen music, like, uh, I don't know. Not, I feel like there was like a music award show where someone literally had a bed on the TV. I, this is years ago. I don't Madonna even know. Madonna did once years ago. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. But even like, I mean, if you look back, like Cher's outfit, you know, like yes. she had literally like duct tape, you know, yeah. two strips of duct tape covering. Yep. All the parts. The uppers the and lower yeah. parts, you know? Yeah. And so, so it, yeah, I just, I don't know. It was just interesting to me to see the response of people um, and, and, yeah, and how 
how it was just so gross to them. And yeah. it, it just made it, yeah, it hurt my heart. Yeah. It really did hurt yeah. my heart. Cause I mean, I read so many different things after that. And there was a point where I was like, okay, well I, I feel like I've gotten what I need for the show right. <laughs> to talk about. So, you know, it kind of was the spectrum of what people were saying. There were some people who they were like, they loved the show. They didn't really like the outfits. They thought they were a bit much, mm-hmm. but they really thought the show was so great. And there was no shaming about it. They're just like, this is, it's not my preference. Well, I mean, I like this. I Jayla like was this. wearing a whole body leotard. Yeah. Like literally the mm-hmm. whole thing was a leotard and you're right. Ice skaters have less clothes on. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just interesting. So yes. anyways, continue. It, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's- I'm gonna get riled up. It's getting hot in here. It's just true. (laughs) Like we were cold, now we're hot. So, um, but there was a full spectrum of what people had to say, and there was a lot of just you know saying, "Oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like that." But you know, to each his own type of deal. And there was no shame about it. It was just like this is my opinion. Right. It's like every you are absolutely entitled to your Mm -hmm. opinion. But what we see where it starts crossing the line into shaming the women, shaming other people for how they feel. There was people who unfriended each other over this. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Oh, I saw that happen. And it's just and it's, crazy. So there's this lack of acceptance of how each of us see the world. Um, you know, what sexuality means to each of us, mm-hmm. what strength means to each of us, because it's going to be different. And that's because of our filters. Mm-hmm. It's how we were raised. It's how we were programmed. It's how we were conditioned. It's the thought patterns and belief systems that we have today. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say there is no right or wrong. There's healthy for you and unhealthy for mm-hmm. you. Um, and we may not be able to identify those all the time, but there is no right or wrong because it just, it just is. It is. It yeah. just is. And so when we start to go the role of telling people how horrible they are, how disgusting they are. What are we teaching our what are we boys? Teaching what are we boys? teaching our daughters? Yeah. yeah. And that we're Mm-mm. just, and then it was, there was the addition, which I found very strange of the human trafficking added into their Oh, performance. I, I was I like, was dear really Lord. I was like, I, I, you can absolutely have the discussion of human trafficking along with um, large sporting events, because that is absolutely a right. thing. It does follow those sporting events, which is horrific and we won't we're not going to talk about that because it's a whole other conversation but in relation to two women grown women because most of human trafficking is is younger right grown women dancing um in relation to that was i i had a hard time making that connection that was just i was not seeing that not understanding that and i felt like it was um taking something very i personally this is my opinion felt like it was taking something very much out of context to justify an opinion yeah and it wasn't matching up for me but there was some really terrible things said about those women um there was some very terrible things said about other people's comments of what they enjoyed about it, how they felt about it, what they saw. There was parent shaming. There was mom shaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like letting your kids, you know, your choice to allow your kids to watch it. And, oh, I should shoot my my computer is dead because i had this great article that was written by um a mom after this and what what she was saying in it is that we feel like our kids are going to be so conditioned by this one 15 minute show but the condition really comes from the parents and the parents response Mm -hmm. to that show so they're going to learn more by what you are saying and doing in the quote unquote, aftermath of this or during it than what is actually Mm -hmm. happening there. And 
I know there was a lot of saying, well, um, our boys are now going to basically become rapists, rapists because essentially yeah. because they're watching these two Which women move their bodies. And it's like, well, you don't have to teach them that you could teach. You could actually just be focusing on, wow, look how strong they are. Look at look at how they can move on stage and, you know, for their age. I mean, we just we have to bring that up because it's, you know, yeah. usually we think people at that age can't move, although we're at that age and we can right. move just fine. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just not, it's not, it's kind of the, not the norm for an, an event and an entertainment right. event like that. And the thing so is, like, I what, mean, there's restaurants you can go to that they have belly dancing at the, mm-hmm. I mean, we went to the medieval, uh, what is that? The not medieval times, the <laughs> like, Renaissance yeah. festival. Yes. And they had a belly dancing show at a family event. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, actually there's less clothes at the medieval There's, or what yeah, I keep saying it wrong the Renaissance yeah. Festival then there was at the halftime show just I mean I, I saw a butt so <laughs> I saw a butt at the Renaissance I Festival I saw someone literally wearing chains yeah exactly so there, so the, yeah and I and I that's get, a family show a but family were they event. you know yes. I get yeah. it. They're on a big stage. They're performing in front of yes. lots of people. I yes. get it. And that's where you have the choice to watch it or not right. watch it. And that and, and that's totally fine. It's like, I'm not going to judge you for saying, I, you know, it just wasn't for me. I just decided to turn mm-hmm. it off. Okay. Right. That is completely and totally fine. And I completely honor mm-hmm. that. Where we see the problem, again, because we're talking about overall shame and shaming other mm-hmm. people, is when we get to that point, that starts to bring up the things like what you said in Brene Brown, where mm-hmm. you're acting out in anger and violence and bullying. Bullying, mm-hmm. and it's because there's an underlying shame and what it really points back to is the shame within ourselves absolutely yeah and that's I know I, I know there's some of you if you're listening right now and you really hated that halftime show and I'm saying that and you're like flipping me off and cussing mm-hmm. me out and I get it um I've been on that side where I've really hated something and I had to realize that it was coming from me. Right. And that sucked. <laughs> and it, it really does. It goes back into our programming. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, because I was a dancer, like I was programmed that mm-hmm. move your body. It's good to move your body. And it wasn't about sex. I mean, I was a kid, you know. Yeah. And and so it was just accepting like dance is part of expressing yourself. And mm-hmm. that's that. But there's you know, some people that grew up and it's like, you have to wear certain clothes and you have to do this. And how many people can say that they had their parents sit down and talk to them about sex? Nobody. I mean, Mm -mm. very few. The percentage is probably like 1%. Especially here in the United States. Yes. Yeah. And however, the programming that is instilled in us is not verbal. No. It is all conditioning on how we see our parents respond to each Mm other, how, you know, like just... Yes. we learn it through life and so and of course when you know you grow up it, it's a familial value yes or familial religion it was yeah. it's you know and so you know it's it is difficult to look outside of that realm because it's like you know we have the, our, our perspective but then opening up that perspective just yeah. even a one percent yeah. can just shine in such light and it's like oh like you know like you know, we think our parents are perfect when we're kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, you know, and then you get to the age where you can start going over your friend's house and then, oh, well, their mom makes this meal. And that's, oh my God, why doesn't my mom make this meal? <laughs> like, I want that mom. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it's, we start to you think that the world is yeah. exactly perfect the way it is or how it's supposed to be in your own home. Mm-hmm. But when you go into someone else's home, it's like, 
you your perspective starts opening. Yeah. It's the same conversation. It's like just being able to open it a little and like yeah. putting yourself in other situations or, you know, talking to people and, you know, just looking at the other side of the equation because the way we look at it is such a skewed version that we don't really see the other side. Exactly. So and that's not telling you that when you open your perspective that you're going to come to the con- any different right, conclusion. Right. You may come to the same conclusion and be even more firm in who you are and sound in your belief system. Great. Great. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. We want, we just are, we're challenging people to have the conversation and look a little bit deeper at these issues because the underlying shame in our society mm-hmm. is so deep and, and it goes back many many years generations and <laughs> generations, generations and generations um i mean look at you know mary magdalene mm-hmm, she was yeah. shamed beyond yes. belief beyond belief and there's many perspectives to that story many perspectives to yeah. that story and we're all going to see it through our own lenses based yeah. on our conditioning and right. how we grew up and what we've been told is right or wrong right and that's why we're saying there is no right or wrong to the way you believed and the way you felt about that show like right you felt how you felt and it's it is okay and we mm-hmm. do honor that what we are really wanting to bring to light is the level of shame and what that does to our to our culture. So right. we want to talk about, you know, have the idea of like how that um, halftime show was was deteriorating our mm-hmm. culture. The shame around out the aftermath of that is even more detrimental mm-hmm. to our culture than any 15 minute show is going to be because the shame lingers right the show's gone and we and another week no one's even going to be talking about it anymore it's gone it's done no one's even talking about it it's over with but the shame from that like people unfriending each other and it just and the things that people said to each other that you can't you can't take it back back. Uh -uh. okay that's what we're talking about because that is the stuff that lingers that's where the depression comes in the anxiety comes in the Mm self-judgment And I think we were talking about it. We were talking about last week's show, the um, the range of emotion where shame. Oh, was yeah. The, the vibration. So shame is the lowest vibrational mm-hmm. level. And so when you're at the lowest vibrational energetic level, I think I think love is at the top or there might there might be one above love. And I, I don't remember what it is. Yeah. But when shame is at the lowest vibrational level. So there's so much hopelessness and sadness and um uh, and anger and rage and things that are going to be associated with that with that shame and that's the pervasive thing it's almost like the common thread in our whole system and that's what we're opposing today so we're not opposing you um but we're opposing the shame and we Mm -hmm. want to you know further this conversation and bring this to light that hey this is what we're teaching Mm -hmm. the kids this is what we're saying to ourselves because again you know when we judge one we judge ourselves absolutely Um, because it really is a reflection of how of how we feel about ourselves and not just how we feel about and you know again yes you can be annoyed with people like how they drive and stuff like that but (laughs) a lot of times especially if there's a lot of emotion behind Mm -hmm. it it's really something internal and it's not an external thing Mm -mm. yeah i know yeah, so we started out all laughy and I know, <laughs> like but it's ending like, out the show, but it, it well, and is- I, I will say too because even with J Lo, like I heard that she was going to be on the Jimmy Fallon the Tonight Show or mm-hmm. whatever, so I recorded it so I could watch it, 
And she was just, I love JLo first and foremost. I wanted to be a fly girl when I was younger. Like I was like, <laughs> I loved her from In Living Color. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Totally dated myself on that yep. one. But, um, but she was so humble and sweet. And she's like the very beginning of the show. Like she was like standing in this powerful pose with one foot on top of the Empire State Building. And she was like, I did that to show women are on top and we are making things happen. And she was like, really just wanting to promote women loving respecting each other you know like it was it was an empowerment thing for her and with good intention it was never to cause such chaos and and they didn't even address it and I'm actually glad I'm glad they did that they didn't yeah yeah Yeah. because again again you give more fuel to the fire which is why Mm -hmm. you know what we wanted to focus on today was the shame aspect of it on the whole and what we're feeling within ourselves as opposed to just the show itself because that is really the underlying issue because again the show's going to be forgotten Uh, in two weeks no one's even going to be talking about it but the shame is still going to be there Mm -hmm. and 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 yeah and it goes back to and I, I mentioned this before but I feel like I need to say it again that like you know like if you grew up and your mom was like well you are not supposed to move your hips that's not ladylike well then you're gonna you know you're gonna grow up thinking well if I move my hips I'm not ladylike I need yeah. to fit in this perfect box that will honor my mother mm-hmm. and the generational perspective but yeah it's really just one perspective it's not right. the whole and and it's actually a dysfunctional perspective to, a degree, to a degree you know what I mean yeah. and so um so just being aware of that, that it's just one little sliver of perception that, you know, and once again, I mean, if, if you, if you have those beliefs, then great, you know, and be solid in that. Um, but just, you know, pay attention to how judgy you are in regards to other people right. and, and the, the mass force that you're throwing at something, I guess, you yeah, know, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. The force and the energy that you're putting behind telling someone else that they're wrong. Right. And that they shouldn't think that way. You know, there, that takes a lot of energy than mm-hmm. to just say, yeah, this is this is how I feel about it. And this is, you know, mm-hmm. how I felt about it and be accepting that someone else feels different. And that's not a reflection of you being wrong. Right. And that's a good point because there is no right and wrong mm-hmm. in this situation. You know, and even, and this is a whole other thing, but, you know, the whole politics conversation, it's like everybody has a perspective. Like, I like the color purple. You might like blue. And, oh, well, I can't be friends with you. You like blue. You know, it's, there's no right and wrong in that Mm -hmm. situation. No. So. Yeah. And it doesn't make you bad. Yeah. Because someone else doesn't agree with you. Right. And it doesn't make them bad. Them bad. Yeah. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make them Uh bad. It It just just means you're different. We live in a very colorful society. You know, like. Remember, oh, like the crayon box, you know, oh, when yeah. you got the 164 yes. crayons, it was like, yes. With the sharpener in the box? Yes. The oh my God. That ever. was like a bonus. I know. So think of it in terms of that. Like, okay, you are one crayon in the box. There's yeah. 164 exactly. other crayons. Or and they three. all are in their own spot and they have their own perspective And they're perfectly from that spot. colorful the way exactly. they are. Yes. That was a good way to end oh, it. Yeah. I really like I that. That was good. <laughs> so I know we really, you know, touched on some pretty sensitive stuff today and for good reason because, uh, you know, there's there it's a weighted topic. It's, yeah. it's a it's a tough one. And so we're not saying there's any right or wrong way to approach it. Um 
but we wanted to share our perspective on it because it is something just kind of in the collective psyche at the moment Mm -hmm. and just give you a little bit of food for thought and so if we really pissed you off today you know take some time and sit with Mm -hmm. and think of why and it could be you come back to just righteous indignation like nope i feel this way Mm -hmm. that's totally fine fine or you might say you might figure out that oh why yeah why do i think this way Mm -hmm. and maybe there's something there that i want to look at Mm -hmm. not change just look at yeah yeah so challenge yourself a little bit today go dig a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. and see what what how you really feel and what you really want to stand for yes yeah awesome okay well (laughs) i know i'm like i don't have anything else to say does that ever happen that never happens (laughs) but next you know the next week we will have more to say right oh absolutely so stay tuned i know stay tuned for what's coming out of our mouth next so we love you all so much we so appreciate you being here and listening to the show as always we love hearing from you so please feel free to comment here on soundcloud or you can go to the wild wisdom facebook page and just let us know your thoughts on today's show all right. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Lot. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for being here. Bye.